Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. What's up, y'all? This is uh, the Brothers Comics Game of Thrones recast, webcast, podcast, catch up from last night. Uh, this comes to you a day late. Uh, our schedule's all thrown off. The 10 percenter himself is still wandering, making his way back from San Diego. So we have uh, we're making up for that with a with a new face back on the on the podcast this week. So this is uh, Swarm Brother Beavis of the Night's Watch uh, here. <laughs> For this uh, episode two, uh, this week we are going to go ladies first. Female perspective, say hello. Hello. <laughs> and I and anything else. And I know things. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> and returning for this week two, Sandman, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Squire Sandman. At your service again. What's going on? And- and and the producer not yet scared away from Game of Thrones uh, season seven. Welcome back to the podcast. Yes, um, I can only go if the show is delayed. So <laughs> that's why I can't. <laughs> that what we calling it? <laughs> yes. If the show was if, if y'all recorded last night, I would have been editing it today. That's all I can say. <laughs> All right, so this episode was, I think, you know, a lot of the same players as as episode one. I think the pacing is still sort of a mix of we're rushing through but still making moments for characters. Uh, I think it's definitely some good moments this week, and so we'll get right into it. I think let's start, uh, you know, just to sort of to get it out of the way. Since Arya opened for us last week, uh, she didn't have as big a role this week, but she did have a big scene, I think one that was a long time coming. And so uh, her, she has a, a, a sort of, odd, you know, her odd continuation of her story through the, um, through the forest. And she has a run-in with a throwback character, Hot Pie, who was one of the characters that uh, <laughs> she had escaped from, from King's Landing with. And they have a pretty interesting exchange. And she finds out now for the first time that, the Starks are back in Winterfell, and uh, apparently news doesn't travel fast. Uh, how'd you guys, uh, that was sort of a cool yeah. moment, though, when she came to that realization. Yeah. Yeah, if you ain't got a raven, that's your ass in that world. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, they, they didn't have cell phone towers for the ravens or anything like that. No. <laughs> but, you know, it does sort of get her on this, you know, she's she up till now had been on this, she'd been on the, Terminator Tour 2000, uh, <laughs> trying to kill everybody on her list, and Cersei was up next, and and she's now faced with maybe there's something besides all that, and you know for the first time in a few seasons she stops thinking about killing people and finally uh, turns to the north and heads home. Uh, so, producer, your love, mm. hatred for Arya, how'd you feel about it this week? I'll go back to last week where uh, she um, killed everybody in that opening scene, which, again, I'm not a real big fan of her as a character, uh, if you listen to any of the recap shows. Um, it's, I mean, it's fine. I, it, you know, the less of Arya for me is the better. I, uh, of all the, the female characters on that show, she's probably my least favorite. But, um, yeah, you know, her her finally heading north, even though that – you know, yeah. I mean, y'all are right. Is it? You know, nothing. They, they, like, oh yeah. By the way, yeah. Your your bastard uh, stepbrother is actually king of the north. What? What? Oh, okay. So, you know, and, you know, her little concluding scene with the dire wolves or whatever. I was just like, okay. The, but for me, the less Arya, the better. That's kind of how I feel. 
female perspective? Can you give um, us a better perspective I, well, on Aria? <laughs> I do like Aria. Um, I do think it was cool that she, you know, finally realized that her her half brother or step brother is is now the king of the north. So um, I'm assuming she's headed north to be re- reunited with her family. So um, I think that's cool, considering you know she's been on a killing spree for a hot minute. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah, I got a soft spot for the Starks period because, I mean, they just take L's left and right. So, like, <laughs> anytime, and y'all know that, anytime that uh, uh, something good can happen to them, I'm all for it. But just as we saw, you know, she finally starts heading home, and now John is going to see Khaleesi. And so they're probably going to miss each other, and they're still, they're still probably not going to be uh, reunited. So, yeah, and, yeah. as always. Of all yep. the Starks, yeah. she's actually closest to John um, because he, you know, didn't yeah. fit in, and she didn't fit in either because she didn't want to live the life that of the right. sort of the princess. So, so yeah, that's important. Yeah. Then, she was ahead. she was more like a tomboy, uh, yep. essentially. Very much. So, yeah. Yep. It, it is almost like an episode of Three's Company, though, when you're dealing with the Starks and the Wall <laughs> and them constantly <laughs> missing each other. You know, all yeah, yeah. because every time somebody's almost going to meet up, somebody Something heads happens. out the door. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, I mean, shoot, I mean, I think Sam has met damn near all the Starks. So, I mean, it's just, it's just kind of weird. It's always, you know. It, it's always headed in the opposite direction, and it is going that way with Jon Snow, too, uh, and Arya, she heads out that way. So so in yeah. typical fashion, like, uh, once she sort of makes the virtuous decision, then her life is immediately threatened by a pack of wild wolves. In the <laughs> yeah. That's what I was about to ask. What, that was not her wolf? Uh, yeah, I thought, it, I thought it was at first, but... Um, but so I this thought- had... Wrong wolf, right? Is that this, this week I watched the uh, the after credits, and so the line was, "That's not you," but what she's actually referring to is there's a line of dialogue in season one where Ned Stark lays out her life as this lady of the court, and she says, "That's not me," and so that line was a reference of, you know, um, it wasn't Nymeria's place to go with her and be her little bitch as she goes back to be a Stark. It was oh. Nymeria's place to run wild in the Riverlands with a pack of wolves. So, right. so that was her wolf, but she just didn't want the wolf, want her wolf to go with her. No, the wolf didn't want to go with her. She yeah, very she much wanted to turn around. Okay. Yeah. It's like she knew like, she was going back to uh, Winterfell, so, and she can't live that life. So, you know, and that's the last wolf, correct? Like all the other ones have been I think so. I, I think, think so. Ghost is and still alive. I think alive. Ghost is the only one that was still alive. Isn't that correct? And that's John's wolf. That, that's yeah, John's isn't John's wolf still alive, or did that get killed? And, went, and I can't remember. I don't remember seeing oh, it. Was, no, it was still alive when he got resurrected because it was guarding the door with him. Oh, okay. you're right. You're right. I do remember that. Okay. But yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, she had her little Harry and the Hendersons move with it back in the day, where she had to throw rocks in it and chase off. And Nymeria could have been like. You're lucky I don't bite you right now. You threw rocks at me, right? No doubt. All right. So another setup scene uh, that I think we can just sort of get out of the way is back with the Lannisters. And, and Cersei's done a lot of posturing this season. Um, and you know, she's already trying to get – she got, you know, her first ally – Euron Greyjoy is is out roaming the waters now, and she's she's trying to line up uh, other defectors from – House Tarly, and the only one of note, the only one that we, re- I'm sorry, not of House Tyrell, uh, the only one of note is Randall Tarly, who we, you know, a father year candidate of many on yes. Game of Thrones, uh, <laughs> makes his reappearance, and, you know, initially sort of, you know, tries to take the high road and, and stay loyal, but you get the distinct feeling by the end of the discussion with Jamie that he's probably going to come over. Any, anybody get that feeling too? Yeah, definitely. He didn't want to say yes, but he didn't say no. Definitely. Yeah. Either, so. yeah. It sounded like he was being swayed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, he's, I mean, he's that dude. You know, I mean, 
Yeah, he's that dude. He's as loyal yeah. as he says that he is to the Tyrell. Yeah. Um, he's gonna follow the he's gonna follow the money and the and the glory. So. So his other he does pose the interesting question: uh, How are you gonna not get killed by dragons? And so we uh, we is it Master what's his name Quiburn. Uh, just says we're working on something for that in a not particularly yeah. convincing way, but then we find yeah. out oh he is working on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it didn't. Yeah, he yeah, didn't seem like, like he had anything. So yeah, he takes him in the basement, uh, and I, they, they talked about a lot of this in the books. But I think this is actually the first appearance. All these skeletons from the Targaryen dragons have been on display, um, and they moved them into the basement. And we find this one whose head like fills the whole cavern, and he gets the show of force with the ballista. It's hard for me to believe the ballistas weren't invented at that point. If they have a lot of other siege weapons, but that's their technology. Is this ballista is going to shoot a dragon? So I hope they got somebody to aim it. But certainly, <laughs> if they do, it can go through a skull. So yeah, yeah. right. And there's also the 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 levy mechanism is a pretty much hair trigger because he's like, yeah, just push this. Like that can mm-hmm. probably lead to some very serious accidents uh, when testing that out. <laughs> <laughs> like Cersei like didn't even exert herself to push the button; it just shot out really fast. Um, so, I, 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 for me, this show and it 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 comes at me in waves sometimes because again I watch it so late at night. I'm I'm really just putting together that Robert uh or not Robert Baratheon um that the Mad King was a Targaryen. So just, just slow. <laughs> y'all going to have to y'all going to have to feed this to me in baby bits. Like, it's, it's, a lot of, oh. it's a lot of backstory and history to this stuff, yeah. Sometimes yeah, like, yeah. Well, honestly, if you didn't show it to me in my face, I ain't get it. So I'm that dude. <laughs> they tell yeah, the whole just, story of, of Robert's rebellion and, and the fall of Targaryens. And that, that to me, that, that part of the story has always been more interesting because they sort of leak it out in these back scenes and stories and analogies, uh, you know, more so than the, the war of Kings, which has a lot of parallels that's, that's right in front of you. Mm. And they never, they've never shown like a, a flashback of the mad King, right? No, they haven't. The only thing they've okay. actually shown from that era was the last season when they showed the tower of joy, which is where um, Ned finds his sister. Dying. Yeah. But they never showed mm-hmm. Rhaegar getting killed. To, they never showed Rhaegar at all. They never showed him getting killed. I don't mm-hmm. think they showed Eris or Pagan, what's his, uh, whatever. And they never showed, um, you know, like they talk about it a lot, but they never showed uh, Ned Stark's father and brother getting killed or anything like that. Okay. So, right. I, I'm good. Yeah, I'm slow on this. All right. So we. Uh, we Sandman mentioned earlier, uh, Jon Snow. I guess we sort of have to talk about Khaleesi first um, mm-hmm. because that's where this request comes from. But, uh, we, you know, last week ended with with with, uh, with Khaleesi saying, all right, let's do this. Um, and so now the Council of War convenes. And she had, you know, a couple, a couple significant scenes this week, the first of which was the dressing down of Varys, uh, which yeah. – I wasn't sure he was going to come out of that for a minute. Yeah, I yeah. thought she was going to kill his ass. <laughs> that, was, that was very interesting. Yeah, I, I did I too. I didn't think he was going to trying to find out how loyal he was. I I didn't think she was going to kill him. I just I think she was just trying to see where his head really was was at. So, yeah. Right. At least that think, was my patient. I think she has a pretty strong record of asking questions that she already knows the answer to. Um, so yeah, I think it was more about how he answered more than what he said. And, and I thought, you know, his, you know, his position was like, yeah, if you fuck up, I am going to take you out. And I thought, you know, her, her wisdom to sort of recognize that and say, how about instead you tell me I'm fucking up and and maybe I won't have to push it (laughs) Maybe I'll listen. Who knows? Yeah. I thought that was, I thought that was a a pretty good scene. Um, you know, Tyrion trying to jump in and save his boy. She wasn't having any of that. Um, <laughs> uh, that was a pretty good scene. Well, and it it's going to parallel the scene that we're going to talk about um, later, or her other scene, I think, that you're going to bookmark it for. Like, I did think Barris was going to get it, too. Um, but it would have also, you know, some of the things that he has done, um, her 
I don't know, killing him in that setting probably wouldn't have been the the proper come up for him. Um, so uh, I, in, in that sense, I was like, oh, I can't believe they're just going to do it kind of like this in front of these people. You know, some of the things that he has done, if and when he does get it, it should be a lot more um, brutal than, you know, right? whatever. He should get eaten yeah. by a dragon. <laughs> I think she has a tenuous alliance to some of these people. And so, you know, on the one hand, yeah, maybe maybe playing the strong hand would help with that, but maybe this isn't the time for that. So, mm-hmm. who knows? But, yeah, that, that sort of gives way to the surprise return. Not really that surprising, but the surprise return of the Red Lady. Woo-woo. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So and and I think that her transformation still from you know whereas she's gone from I know everything, now she's like been humbled. They ask her specifically about visions, and she's like, eh, I don't know about those visions things. Uh, I just I think her transformation has been great, um, and it'll be interesting to see like uh, if if she does come into contact with Sir Davos and and John how that goes. But I think the her restriction on her was she couldn't go back to the north. Because it wasn't like, if I ever see you, I'll kill you. It was like, if you ever come back yes. to the north, I'll kill you. Well, yeah, that was Davos, a... didn't Davos say if he saw her, he would kill her? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think he might have said, said that. that. Yeah, John yeah. said that, if, yeah, if you ever come north again, we're going to hang you as a murderer. Yeah, but, yeah, Davos said, yeah, I'm, I see your ass again. I'm going to kill you. Right. <laughs> it was, yeah. it was plain I plain. plain. Yeah, so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens there. Well, and I thought her... I'm sorry, but her her crisis of faith essentially too that yeah. you know she can't mm-hmm. really you know she doesn't really know where she's going now that she's got you know that um the guy I forget the dude's name who wasn't Stannis. really the king yes yeah, Stannis wasn't really yeah. the king and she had uh, bet pretty much her whole Everything. existence on yeah. Stannis being the king and he wasn't you know and now she's kind of just lost and wandering around um it does speak to what you said last week brother uh beavis though about um they they've been definitely getting some walking on uh she made it all the way (laughs) (laughs) yes they have he got some serious walking on from uh she came from the wall all the way down there so just you know whatever how how does she know to go there i guess work got out that they are at dragonstone now so i I don't know it, maybe she saw it in the fire, but maybe that's yeah, just, that no, was where she, she does, left. She does right. have access to magic and stuff, though, doesn't she? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I mean, she could have very well have used that. Mm. I thought that whole thing with the prince or princess was kind of cheesy. I mean, yeah, me too. Oh, with the la- with the yeah, with the the language of interpreting it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean. I, it, it was what it was. I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I don't know how y'all feel about um, Khaleesi, but uh, at a point for me, I'm just like, okay, like we know where this is headed. Uh, yeah. So the scenes just become, you know, the people around her are infinitely more interesting than she is at this point. Yeah. Well, Khaleesi's yeah. my girl, so um, you know, <laughs> I, I'm behind her 100. percent uh, mm-hmm. I'm ready for them to get mm-hmm. on with it, though. Um, they need to go on and, and fight, start this fight. So, yeah, them uh, continuously talking about it is just prolonging it to me. But, yeah. <laughs> well, Khaleesi needs to watch out because being dubbed uh, Azor High by the Red Lady is sort of like the Madden mm-hmm. curse. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> she might she might yeah. lose an ACL or something here in in a battle coming up. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. so right. here's and here's the thing that struck me this week in, in female perspective. I want to get your take on this. We have you know after that sort of business is settled, we have the War Council, which consists exclusively of these of these strong female leaders uh, trying to come to an agreement. Uh, a lot of the sort of wheeling and dealing is by Tyrion, but it's really to sort of bring concurrence from this war council. And, and I think, uh, you know, does does the fact that George R. R. Martin and the show producers have put this much power in all these women does that does that offset <laughs> the various rapings and misogyny and everything else that's been done to other women? I mean, is it a balanced slate? Does everybody suffer, or you know, what, how do you feel about this? It doesn't offset it because a lot of that is quite disturbing. 
Um, but yeah, on the other hand, I mean, it is good to see that they there is uh, female empowerment and that they do have these strong women, you know, leading this charge. So I mean, I, I wouldn't say it balances it out because it kind of doesn't. But I mean, it is good to see that, you know, on the other side of it. Yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, we talk about this a lot of times in the comic book chat. Like, when you have material that's written by white males, anyone but my, what, anyone but white males in the stories doesn't stand a good chance of being handled very well. Um, and that's yeah. particularly true for the yeah. fantasy genre when it comes to women. So Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and you say that, and I tweet Storm something earlier today about that. Um, and... I mean, it's kind of related to that, the show that the new producers got this Confederacy show mm. that they're trying to do. Oh, no, you know, yeah. when I you, saw that when, you tweeted that. That's awful. Yeah. Yeah. The when you put, when you put marginalized people in the hand of the majority, they're, they're going to come at it from a different perspective and it's not always going to be positive. And so, a lot of times, yes, they have put women in very powerful roles on this show between Arya and Sansa, um, and like and now and Khaleesi. They have put them there. They're all white, mind you, um, but they also, you know, they're they're come up and when it does happen, it doesn't negate the fact that you know, shoot, uh, Sansa's been raped a bunch of times. Uh, mm-hmm. The relationship that. Uh, Khaleesi has had is, you know, with certain men have been, you know, especially with, with Kyle at the beginning, you know, a little shaky, you know, and even though that turned around in a certain uh, in a certain way, it, it's just a little bit odd. And so, again, when you put a group of people, like a majority group of people writing for an odd majority, it's, it's going to be skewed no matter what. And then, again, you know, we always know that, you know, sometimes Tyrone ain't in the room on those comic book chats and uh, <laughs> some weird stuff happens. And so chances yeah. are when they're writing this show, there's not a woman in the room to be like, yeah, I don't know that we should do that and have that character suffer in such a way. And this is going to come back up as we get the conclusion of this week's episode for me. So, Right. And, and that's what I meant by saying it, it doesn't balance it out. I mean, like, yeah. you, you don't just get, you know, all the suffering that they went through and so forth and, you know, um, showing them being, well, in some instances, showing them being raped and so forth. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it's good to show the positive aspect of having, you know, women in, in power. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Right there, man. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, women, I, I mean, you talk about misogyny, how much I'm going what's old girl, uh, her naked last night. I mean, that's that's been the norm. <laughs> That's been the norm for how many seasons now? You know, they hit it hard and fast in those early seasons, too. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I don't see how they get any women to watch this to see how, you know, as they're depicted and how they're treated. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't exactly balance it. I mean, yeah, you do have a lot of high-powered females now, uh, obviously. Yeah, I would still say it's um, a little uneven, um, just my opinion of it. All right. Yeah, I was sort of glad to see the N word return to the opening scene, uh, nudity, to go along with the whole situation. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think, I'm sure Hutch would have enjoyed that as well. <laughs> oh yes, his text said he did see the show, so I think he's he's, he's still there in that regard. He's, I think he's traveling through time right now. I, I think this time zone business has just got him completely thrown off. Yeah. So, but that scene with Mashande and Grey Worm was another time where, like, you know, as much as they're racing through all these things, you have a very personal, very private scene um, mm-hmm. that, you know, talks about, you know, he, he finally kind of expresses to her why, you know, why this why this relationship is hardest for him. And it's not because of the, the, the eunuch, which is an issue, but because for the first time, you know, he really, you know, fears. He has fear because he has something to lose. And, you know, I thought, you know, it, again, it was nice. It's sort of a nice break to see them at this breakneck pace, still, still trying to pump the brakes a little bit and give us some insight into the other characters. Right. Uh, and I thought that was a, a real kind of beautiful scene there. I, I was 
trying to avoid Twitter last night while it was on. Uh, but it was really kind of difficult to, you know, kind of, hey, I want to see some San Diego stuff and avoid, like, you know, uh, the the people live tweeting uh, Game of Thrones. But, um, you know, people were saying some rude stuff about uh, Grey Worm, you know, about his current eunuch situation there. And I'm just like, you know, uh, that's a kind of an immature way to look at it, too. You know, the, their his feelings for her and their ability to, you know, connect with one another doesn't necessarily change because he doesn't have his dick. So I, 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 I thought that was, I thought it was like a touching scene, you know, like between the two. Yeah, of it was. Uh, I also had a, well, he about to die kind of moment too. <laughs> I sort of had that feeling too. I definitely yeah. had that feeling. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, baby. Oh, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so he might not make it for much further. But, yeah, I did. Have, yeah. I thought that. I thought it was a really good scene. <laughs> I agree. I, I I thought it was a touching scene as well. Sandman? Yeah, it was a very uh, very emotional scene. You can tell there's a, there's more than just, uh, uh, how should we say it, parts between them. <laughs> it goes deeper than that. It goes more than scan deep. And mm-hmm. um, you, and it, that was very well acted. Uh, I commend both of those uh, actors for that. I, it yeah. was very uh, a, a very well uh, acted, very emotional scene. I believe, I <laughs> particularly when she takes his pants off, or she you know asks for permission to take his pants off, and his his lead up and his reaction. I thought you know that that's a tough scene to pull off. Yeah, very tough. yeah. Agreed. Uh, I think it showed more of an emotional connection more than just the physical aspect right. of it. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. So the with with all this going on, the battle plan is now set. Um, they're not going to fly in with dragons. They're not going to send the Dothraki hordes. They're going to try and harness uh, the Greyjoys and the Tyrells uh, and everybody they can to lay siege to uh, King's Landing. And then the, the bold stroke is uh, to actually launch an offensive against Castle Rock, the seat of Lannister power. So uh, everyone agrees to that, and immediately after that agreement, uh, Lady Olenna says, oh, by the way, I really don't agree with this plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. funny. <laughs> well, her reasoning behind it, though, is, gr- is good, too, and the fact that, you know, this is you being too kind and gentle with these people because they're not right. going to show you any kind and gentleness. You need to you know, come hard at them and start burning everything to the ground. Uh, right. right. I, you know, and I, I agree with that aspect of it as well because basically she said, listen, you don't have to go through all this. You could easily knock these people out. You you have dragons. So what, what are you doing all this for? And I, think we're su- I think we're supposed to believe that Khaleesi – doesn't want to lead a world that she has to take by that much force, that she does legitimately want to be better than the people that came before her. Um, She's a bit of an idealist. Yeah. 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 A little bit. And even she, and she's tried this several times already and it's always gone bad, but she still sticks to this ideal of, um, you know, I'm going to be the, I'm going to actually be the, the, you know, the benign ruler who brings in the next great age for the people, not just for the Royal class. Um, and you know, nothing up to this point in seven seasons has really given us any hope that that's even possible because we've seen time and time again, it's just a terrible place and terrible things happen to everybody. Yep. And especially the people that she's going up against. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're, they're pretty dirty. So yeah, Yeah. they're, they're they're not going to stand for that either. So, well, and and I and my other thought as we get to the wrap up here too is as we get to the scene with with Euron is that right yeah um, and yeah, the and his fleet you know how did they know that they were sailing on on King's Landing you know did somebody you know did a bird get out of the tram to let yeah. them know yeah to let them know because you know everybody that's in that room allegedly is pledged to to Khaleesi. But somebody might not be. And they gave some away, got probably. The, yeah, because they completely got the drop on them as they headed to King's Landing. So mm-hmm. uh, it, yeah. it it seems kind of dirty to me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. 
the, and the Fair. snitches get stitches. Does that that's still yeah. Old? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> you used it appropriately. <laughs> so the 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 one. So I've heard. I've read the theory that Olena is actually behind that because almost because she wants to force. She almost wants to force Khaleesi to burn the land because she has absolutely nothing to live for but revenge at this point. And she, you know, and she may very well know that her that the that the Tarleys of the world are not going to stand with them, and that you know that she just needs to cut loose and get this over with so Elena Tyrell can die knowing she's happy with her vengeance. I've heard that theory, but the other theory I've heard is that um, there's there's like basically only one thing they could do at sea and it doesn't, you don't have to go very far and it's a pretty good place to hide and you could easily see them coming, stuff like that. But I didn't actually look at a map or bother to vet that theory. But yeah, I I think it's either, it's either the time compression of season seven where people just magically transport around the land to further the plot or there's something else going on. Right. Right. (laughs) I'm going to go with the map. (laughs) So uh, w- let's talk about the, the big finish then. Uh, we still got some more to go after this, but let's talk about the big finish. That's sort of where this is leading. And uh, in the later seasons, there's been a penchant for these sort of, you know, big CGI supported, but a lot of practical effects, big conflicts. And, and this was one of the, this one was unique, I think, in that we haven't, we've seen, even at sea, we've seen a lot of ship on ship. And even there's the Battle of Blackwater early, but a lot of that was just dominated by the, the dragon fire explosion, but this was, you know, pretty intense, uh, pirate on pirate, um, violence, um, pretty intense scene all around. And we finally get to see Euron Greyjoy do more than talk. And, um, yeah. it turns out he kills a lot, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Yeah. So there, there, there's a couple, initi- go, ahead. go ahead. Sorry. No, you got it. Uh, I was just going to say, there's a couple of significant developments out of this. Um, the hard part for me, though, is like, I don't know, maybe I'm old, but like if you set a scene at night without a lot of visual indicators of who is who, uh, I really have no idea what's going on in most of that fight other than the main characters. And half the time, they're sort of obscured anyway. So, Right. But, uh, but it was definitely a big fight. What were you okay. going to say, producer? No, yeah, I, I thought it was a really, you know, a good scene. Uh, kind of one of the the previous moments before it happened was that uh, was the lady from Ober I want to say Oberlin <laughs> so yeah, <right>. uh, <laughs> from Dorn um, from yeah. Dorn. Dorn yes the lady from Dorn and, and Yara Greyjoy yeah and Yara Greyjoy yeah having this you know touching air quotation moment you know before everything hits the fan and then also the the sisters of Dorn or whatever yeah. having their you know well I'm going to kill who first you know like kind of moment mm-hmm. but it's going to lead back to me as it goes through this with Euron about you know how again I'm probably breathing way too much into this how mm-hmm. the 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 certain ladies of this show kind of get through these things and yes they've been brutalized and happened or whatever but then like anybody of color is going to catch it and all three girls catch it, like, like for real. And I was like, really I'm surprised by that. I think one of them. I think one of them. I think one of them. In addition to the mom. Yeah, one, with I the think mom. One okay. Yeah, okay. two of them were hanging from the the bow of the boat, but yeah, I think she, uh, the other two, that that one escaped. The, the sand snakes to me. The the sand snakes to me, they were like they're that heel team on Sunday night that always beats up jobbers. <laughs> And then as soon as somebody new comes into the Federation, they get fed to them. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, Yeah, I guess. I just, I thought that they, you know, I thought they had done such a good job of kind of building those characters up and giving them some heat. And, but they, they kind of went out like some suckers and, you know, just to to give heat. They did. They (laughs) to give heat. I I wouldn't say they went out like some suckers. They went out fighting. But I mean, they—they yeah. they yeah. were they overwhelmed. Were right, they were yeah. overpowered. It, it's not like they—they they didn't lay down and take it. So nah. I would say they went out like suckers. I would have yeah. thought say that they were probably not used to fighting at sea, and a whip and a spear are probably not the weapons to fight pirates with. Okay, no, yeah. especially in close quarters like that. Fine, <laughs> whatever. 
right, yeah, I'm, I'm just mad that they took off two of the most attractive people on this damn show. How about that? Well, well one of them has there to go, go make the Defenders, right? And she almost that, didn't. She almost didn't make it back for filming, is what I heard. Oh, they're okay. like, it's which is which yeah, one is uh, it? Who is she in the Colleen defenders? Wing is Colleen Wing is one of the one of the Sand Snakes. Oh, what? Yeah. I'm about to go back and look now. Wow. And the There's other a... one, the youngest one, the one that that I believe is still alive, is on this show that my daughter used to watch called Mia and Me. It's about this girl who trans trans. She's like the tween little show where. She goes to this magic realm of fairies. I'm like, I saw oh, your okay. titties. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have to watch like this show with my daughter. I'm like, oh, oh my goodness. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. She's, uh, at the show again, the she's actually one. the one that makes the dirty pussy comment. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Your, your child acting career is. Hopefully you realize that's behind you now. You weren't. You will not be doing that. <laughs> I don't have that individual line stepper boundary. Just earned it. Uh, yeah, 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 that, yes, sir. I, I have to agree with the producer. That is a line stepper. <laughs> yeah, that is fucked. But that was damn yeah. funny. That was worth it. <laughs> Since he already stepped over it, I'm going to step over it again. There's probably a joke in there to be made about, like, the Asian people all looking at like, too. So let's just leave it there. All right. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had no idea that was Colleen Lee. Not a clue in the world. None. So. Yeah. Not, not a, a chance. Yeah. <laughs> And was she not? Was she not also? Is that character? That, that actress is not all. Isn't she also in um, Force Awakens? Isn't she one of the X-wing pilots also? I, oh. I don't think that's oh. the same person. Oh. I don't think so. <laughs> you just proved my point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a line step also. But yeah, I he yeah. opened the door. I he opened it. I kicked the door down. Walk right through it. Yeah. Back to the battle. All right. So uh, yeah. So we have uh, we have uh, basically seems like. Everyone on the everyone on the Greyjoy side is feeling pretty confident, uh, having just you know. But I think they forgot that they left the dragons and the Dothraki behind, and they got jumped, <laughs> and it did not go well. And but yeah, we have the we have the capture of of uh, Oberon Martell's girlfriend, who I can't think of her name, and yeah, her youngest daughter, Sand Snake, the death of two Sand Snakes, <laughs> and then there's Theon. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. Theon gets some offense, uh, and then he gets pressed by Euron, and uh, so his PTSD kicks in, and he falls back on his one winning move, which is go over the side. That's what got us, that's what got him away from Ramsey. That went over the side. Let me go over the side again. <laughs> had his redemption arc. Yeah. So like I didn't I right. didn't think that, you know, having having another redemption arc is necessary because I mean again, there's what is there waiting for him at the end of the tunnel, so to speak, you know, is he gonna be the ruler of the Iron Islands? Like uh, you know, and I know, and it wasn't clear if he killed Yara. I, well, at least it wasn't to me. Uh, no, I, don't, he, I don't think he, he, I said, no, he, he took our captain. He killed Yara. I don't think he killed okay. Yara. I think he took Yara with him, or you okay. know, her and he, her and Mama Sans Snake, right? Yeah, okay. he took them with him. So no, I yeah. don't think he killed Yara at all. Okay, so I mean, right, right, yeah. So there's there has to it's this is a redemption arc, another redemption arc for for Dion. I mean, uh, he's already had that already. So I thought that would have been a, right, a but, good time for him to go out. A moment where he, you know, where he actually steps up to the plate and becomes a, a man again, is so to speak. So, yeah, something's um, going to happen with him. Right. Yeah. And, and you could see it building up to that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this uh, this is probably part of that process to get him right. to that level. Yeah. 
It was we'll damn see. disappointing. I'd say we'll a happy see. ending is not guaranteed for anybody. No. 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 That, no. that is correct. Yeah. I, I, I actually I, wish that he had died earlier than than <laughs> having something uh, even more disappointment like that <laughs> to happen. I was just like, wow. Maybe it would have been better uh, if he had, uh, Ramsey had killed him or something. I don't know. I know yeah, that's, I wish that's he had, up, but I know. Yeah. No, I wish he yeah. had died and during all of that stuff. Yeah, right? that's no all point. I can think about after that scene. It's like, man, just you would have been better if he died. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's got to throw himself overboard on six and seven and eight <laughs> on the wrestling <laughs> card. <laughs> <laughs>
he that his father was a decent man or whatever. So I mean, yeah, I, he's clearly not going to die from the grayscale. So you know, it, where's the redemption arc for for Tormund too? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like where's where's his where's his <clears throat> redemption here too? Because it it has to be something. Either that, or he's going to go nuts so crazy and wind up killing Sam. It, it, right. It's one or the other. Um, like I don't think mm-hmm. that you know I, I don't I don't think that there's a, any in between for him at this point. I think um, his original offense. I think he would have had. I think he's got to go to the wall and take the black. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he could. He could go right. get cockblocked by Khaleesi again, but <laughs> like the only redemption story for him would be if he goes to take the black, and then basically mm-hmm. answers for his crimes, which were selling people into slavery, um, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. somehow redeems the Mormon name. You know right. that the, that would right. be art for him if it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. So the last piece of this was uh, Jon Snow, the King in the North, and so the funny thing about about John's whole arc is, is he's the only person that's figured out, and this is the show, the world, the books, that like none of this other bullshit matters. And and this happened to me when I read the book, and, and particularly after like after the third book, which is where the Red Wedding happened. Then all the Dorn storyline comes in book four, and it's like what the fuck? They're like starting over the whole 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 another like cast of characters because everyone else is dead, and that's big reason why I, like, I don't really care for the Sand Snakes because they just got all shoehorned in and they were supposed to be the main characters. And they didn't get all the way through finishing them off in the books, but they've made them completely irrelevant in the show. And so they're you know, part of it. But the whole war and everybody dying is pointless because this really is just about the White Walkers coming Black down from Walker, the north. Right. Yeah. And John's the only one that knows that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah. So he's at his war council and everybody's saying no king in the north the north the north the north and he's trying to get the point across like look none of that matters there's right. you know we have to have something to fight white walkers we know where it is i have to do what i have to do to get it and so his his uh consolation is you know i'm going to go do that but i'm going to leave santa in charge and we get the smirk from Littlefinger. Mm. <laughs> yeah i got real worried when i saw Littlefinger. he's like you can see it on his face at last now I'm gonna yeah, get well, this, and I'm gonna get that power, you know, or whatever. Yeah, well, <laughs> Especially after the exchange with John and the in the uh, the crib. Well, right, yeah, that, I was right? just gonna say that. What, what about that little yeah. encounter? And yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you touch my sister, I'll kill you. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Only Brother Beavis is gonna get this. Uh, is gonna get this reference. But yeah, John Snow Scott Mosty. Um, <laughs> Scott Mosty. <laughs> it got collared up, you know, and uh, I was, I, I mean, we all know that Littlefinger is a bad dude. Like, we all know this. Like, no matter how much he loved Caitlyn and no matter how much he loves, air quotation, Sansa, like, he's just a bad dude. And so, like, his his comeuppance will be glorious for me, even though I enjoy the character so much. Like, he, he is as evil as Ramsay. He's just not as, like deviant or uh deliberate more crafty with he's, it. yeah yeah he's a mm-hmm. he is a really bad dude man and you know uh can we talk about sansa uh constantly questioning john snow too by yeah. the way yeah again it's two weeks again in a row week. yeah yeah it's two weeks in a row oh yeah she was right. one of many voices who wanted nothing to do with his plan and he had to go yeah. with well i'm the king so shut the fuck up everybody uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he yeah. and he said it too in his little monologue as well. He's like, I didn't ask for this shit. <laughs> I didn't want yeah, this. Like everybody yeah, kinda put them all in the place. Got killed. I didn't want any of this. So yeah. I'm just gonna do whatever I think that is the best for whatever. But he's like, I didn't want any of this. I was perfectly mm-hmm. fine being at the wall. Yeah. Until they stabbed yeah. me to death. Then I went well, to the like the wall somewhere. Yeah, that's pretty much. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's... yeah. 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 Yeah, if we we go back to Littlefinger and Sansa in a way, I mean, I think we see now, like, his his plot is he wants to be, he wants to get permission to marry Sansa. And Mm -hmm. she shut him down last week. And so the play this week was, uh, you know, maybe John can make this happen. And so if if this comes about, then 
he's in the family. He's in the Stark family related to the King of the North. He's, you know, he's the, the ruler, de facto ruler of the Airy. He would probably have to kill Robert uh, at some point. Robin, I guess his name is, uh, mm-hmm. to legitimize mm-hmm. that. But that mm-hmm. seems to be his play. And so when, when the prospects of Jon Snow going off to do something and get himself killed, leaving Sansa in charge, now all of a sudden he's that much closer to being the King of the North. Uh, but like you said, that seemed to get shut down even worse than last week as he got the chokehold against the wall. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, did, I, I don't feel like it's appropriate to talk about how much you love someone's mom in front of while they're at the statue of their father's bones. Unless he wanted to piss him off, that's the only thing I Yeah, yeah that was high. Yeah. That he did that. yeah. <laughs> it's also I wasn't too smart. inappropriate to be like, hey, you know, I loved, you know, uh, Kaylin Stark, you know, but your sister, all right too. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, that's kind of messed up. Snakes on my lips, you know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and he didn't, and up. he didn't bring up the sister. Oh, and I did have sex with the sister, but with her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did have sex with the auntie too. She yeah. was crazy. Your step, yeah, well, she was crazy. Yeah. All right. So, uh, did we leave anything out? No, I think we're good. Um, and I don't. I didn't watch. I didn't see the previews for next week. Although obviously, uh, what's interesting, what I wonder is, you know, they basically stuck with some of the same cast. I guess with one exception, the Hound wasn't on it this week. But are there other people we really haven't heard from yet this season? Because I feel like they're going to give us a shift here to sort of slow things down. Um, but I'm trying to think of what's, other major characters that haven't really been. What's in the yet. dude that um, that. Uh, did the the fought for Tyrion uh, and stayed oh, him yeah. from going through the moon? Uh, yeah, Bron. Bron. Yeah, Bron. Yeah, really yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bron. Yeah. In theory, yeah. he's in Cersei's army. Um, but yeah, he he hasn't had anything to do lately. Mm-hmm. Right. I think. Yeah, I think that's everybody then. Yeah. So we've got probably uh, the siege or the, the assault on Castle Rock coming. We've got the meeting of of Jon Snow and Daenerys. And I think at this point, Jon Snow, only Bran knows that Jon is a Targaryen. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Because right, yeah. yeah. he had that reveal as the third eyed Raven. And I don't know that he's had any, he's, so he is back at the night's watch, but I can't imagine right. that he's to, just been telling him, Oh, by the way, um, Jon <laughs> Snow is a Targaryen. <laughs> and probably not. No, he, it comes up in com- conversation. Now, Khal- now, Khaleesi is his aunt. Isn't that correct? Is, it, uh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. So they... Her dad is... I think they're... Yeah, Rhaegar was uh, Khaleesi's brother. Is that right? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, so, yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, she's his aunt. Yeah. And obviously they don't know that. So yeah, but that's how they do. That's how the Targaryens do. Incest has been sort of their way of life. And so it seems oh, yeah. to me yeah. like <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think, I think it, it's gonna have to be yeah, it's I think we're headed for like you know, he can he, you know, he can go bend the knee as her husband and either rule in the north or Sansa will become the north, but I I feel like it's pretty inevitable that um they'll they're gonna get married at some point. Yeah. I Maybe agree. not within the confines of the show, but that relationship is coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's coming next week. Like, uh, you should invite him here, uh, you know, just to see what a man he is. You know, so she's yeah. like uh, <laughs> Yeah, she was she was pushing that quite a bit, wasn't she? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, she was. She's like, uh I got to wash him once. It was fantastic. Well, she kind of has the hot for him too, so yeah, that that might be why. Yeah, yeah, she tries. She's she's always in the market for another baby daddy because then she can send off some spirit creature off to kill somebody. So, (laughs) (laughs) as long as she keeps that choker on, (laughs) why do you have to bring that up? Why'd you have to bring that up? <laughs> 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 yeah. 
There's going to be a yeah. 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 mix of out. Game of Thrones where I cut that episode out and rewatch the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, for real. Yeah. yeah, that's like a mix of um, uh, uh, Tangled and that fucked up scene from The Shining, the original. <laughs> like, I don't need to see that. You ain't lying. It's like, in, the, in the worst kind of way. Yeah, yeah you never ever need to see that ever again. Yeah, that, that was, it wasn't cool. Ever again. Ever again. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm good, yeah. All right. Well, uh, if we've, I think we've we've covered everything and even looked ahead, so I think we're done. Uh, no, who wins man. the week, man? Oh, who wins right, the week? Who wins the week? Well, I think oh. I, I think I have a vote. Okay, I got I, mine. I think, I think we're, I would give my vote to Euron Greyjoy. I would as well. Yeah, I would. I would too. Yeah, that was yeah <laughs> a big thing. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to agree with you guys as much as I don't want to, but yeah. <laughs> that was the main action, pretty much. This, this week. Is Theon I, I the think loser of the week? Is he, uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah probably. Or the Sand Snakes? Or the Sand yeah. Snakes? Are they the losers? Because he down two no, out of three out. The ultimate losers. <laughs> the Sand Snakes went, went out fighting, so at least they, they put up a fight. Where Theon yeah. basically ran and jumped in the water. So, <laughs> that is a move. Yeah. Jump over it. Do now, just yeah. jump I mean, in the damn ocean now. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 pretty bad. that's pretty bad. However, you look at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Theon, you just let me down. That was so depressing. That was it. That was <laughs> depressing because I was like, "Come on, Theon." <laughs> he's been on. He's just been on a downward spiral for so long. He just wanted one thing. You can see his just PTSD kicking in. He was like, oh, yeah. man, I ain't trying to get taken captured again. Well, yeah. yeah. yesterday, it was over. I was like, oh, he's going to run. Right over the side. <laughs> but like I said, I think this is building up to him getting to the point where he does, you know, become a man again or act like a man again. So, yeah, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it will get to that point. Well, apparently he's still eligible for a compassionate sex-free relationship with a nice lady. So that's the norm. (laughs) (laughs) Too many eunuchs in this universe. He need to holler at Greyjoy and see how he figured it out. (laughs) Great one. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> let me holler, man. Um, I got questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the line, the line is now gone. The line right. is now gone. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that was no doubt. Several lines. Sure. Yeah. I'm making up for Big Hutch's absence from the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Sandman, you want to sign off? All right, y'all. This is Squire Sandman. I'm back to my, my steeds. I got work to do. Damn it. <laughs> um, female perspective? Winter is here. Adios, female perspective. And, producer, you want to cover any Brothers Comics business before you sign off? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh... I am here tonight because Big Hutch is not here. Uh, he was at San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, so there should be a podcast um, about that situation and his experience there coming up soon. Uh, Thursday Night Comic Book Chat as well with uh, Brother Beavis and Sandman and myself. And maybe Big Hutch can join that as well. That should be coming up soon. Uh, I think my text to y'all is like, we got a whole backup of podcasts, like just freaking all stuck on the 405 to use the California reference for Big Hutch. And uh, so, yeah, so a lot of stuff will be coming up and a big update's coming to the website as well because I have, uh, like, seven articles to finish out of the queue. So, um, yeah, just be checking back, brotherscomics.com. Uh, I also have, what is it, uh, Florida Supercon this weekend. Um, so I'll be another freaking podcast and another recap for y'all. So yeah, just be keep keep checking in, and you'll be able to find the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Review, rate, and share. All right, and I'm Brother Beavis. I'll sign off for this week. We'll see you next time for episode three of season seven of Game of Thrones. Good night, everybody. Adios. Peace.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.